0: Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan, and you're listening to the Vegan Report. If you're vegan for the animals and you care to do more for animal rights, but you're not sure where to start, then this podcast is for you. Every week, let yourself fall in love with passionate animal rights leaders who will inspire you to find your voice, your own special contribution to the animal rights movement however small or big it is. Today, we are going to talk about the Vegan Festival of Montreal. Years ago, when I first visited the big convention center where the event is held, I felt like a little kid in a toys store, or like if I had entered Vegan Hogwarts, or a better analogy would be like a Comic Con for veganism. What did I see? More like, what did I taste? I remember visiting the food stands of all my favorite vegan brands. But in addition of food for the stomach, there was food for the heart. And by that, I mean there were so many vegan organizations represented. And the opportunity to talk with activists energized my commitment for animal rights. I remember thinking, the person who had the idea of creating this event is a genius. Not only is it beneficial for vegans, giving us an occasion to gather, meet new vegans, refresh our commitment to the cause, or just feel the pleasure of knowing that all the food was vegan. No need to read and decipher the small food labels. Not only that, but this was the best way to advocate for veganism, Forget about arguing with people, just bring them to the vegan festival, show them the diversity and richness of vegan food, let them meet vegans, and notice how we are ordinary people and not a bunch of new age hippies extremists. Let them have heart-to-heart conversations with rescuers and other activists, and all of that in a happy and fun atmosphere. My wish is that if you're listening to this, you feel like visiting Montreal and being present for our annual vegan festival. Yes, put that in your bucket list. But more than that, I wish that more vegan festivals, large or small, appear across the world, because I wholeheartedly believe that this is one of the best ways to represent the vegan cause. So maybe this episode will make you want to create your own little version of the vegan festival for your family, your neighborhood, or your city. To talk about this, I have none other than the founder and president of the Vegan Festival of Montreal, Louis-Alexandre Gagnon. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Uh, Nice to be be here.
0: Well, Louis-Alexandre. Uh, Could you please introduce yourself and talk about your role um, in uh, organizing uh, the vegan festival?
1: Okay, my name is Alexandre Gagnon. I um, founded the Montreal Vegan Festival about uh, 10 years ago. Uh, I wasn't always the president. Uh, um, I used to be uh, secretary general, so I would take notes of the the meetings and stuff like that and uh slowly well first it was a uh, an event organized by the montreal vegetarian Association. Uh, then at some point the the, the mba uh, uh decided not to produce the festival anymore so that's when i uh i, I kind of uh took over or uh, took charge of the the festival itself so uh we uh, we registered the festival as a nonprofit, and then I was president first year. The second year there was another president, and then I came back and I uh, mostly uh, take care of uh, the volunteers. We we have uh, about twenty volunteers that are working year round uh, on the festival. I'm a volunteer too and uh, um i i make sure that no no blank uh no blank spots are uh, not taken care of so uh it it it's a lot of work
0: <laughs> uh, how how many hours of work
1: oh i don't know uh, i'm not counting
0: wow yeah and would you say that most of the people working to cre- um create the vegan festival launch it uh, every year are volunteers
1: uh yes we we have volunteers we we have subcontractors for some things mm-hmm. but uh it's like the uh the, the 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 press relations we hire someone to do that mm-hmm. but uh, other than that well most of it is volunteer and um it, it takes a few hours a week it's not like uh it's it's taking uh it's like if you do it bit by bit a little by little uh if you do a, a little amount of hours each week you you uh, you're able to do it
0: so i guess the secret is to start in advance like many months in advance
1: yeah i i started the project uh like two years in advance and uh i started looking for venues looking for people to uh um t- take care of it and help to do it so it, it took a while before uh we uh, we put up the team and uh we uh we were able to do it in 2014. So, yes, I started uh, working on the project in 2012.
0: Wow. Well, wow, this is very impressive. I did not realize uh, that this was uh, an initiative um, basically held by uh, volunteers. Yes. Um, I want to understand, how did you... Um, come up with this idea but more most importantly um how does someone who i guess you grew up uh, in a normal family um not a vegetarian family Mm -hmm. uh, so you grew up eating meat not being really interested by animal welfare but then at some point you decided to become vegan um which is a common story um relatively speaking but how do you go from you know being coming from a normal context eating meat not being that interested in animal welfare to being vegan to then uh, launching this initiative so can you tell us more about uh, your vegan journey
1: yes uh, well first uh, I wanted to be vegetarian as a kid Because we went to uh, an an educational farm when I was around 9 or 10 or uh, 8 or 9. I think I was 9. And then I came home and uh, I asked my parents, hey, I want to be vegetarian. And they said, no, (laughs) you're going to be vegetarian if you want to when you're an adult. Uh, In the meantime, uh, we're we're not going to do uh, a vegetarian meal for you and something else for, for, for the whole family. So, uh, so I, I started being interested in animals uh, at a pretty young age, actually. And uh, then uh, I went into, uh, I'd say sleep mode. So uh, I just lived normally eating meat and stuff like that. And, uh, but uh I didn't really like it and at some point i said okay i'm i i've had enough and uh, and uh, i said uh, i said to myself that i wanted to be well somebody told me that there were people that weren't eating eggs or dairy and stuff like that and it and i and it uh and they they, they would call them macrobiotic at some point And um, but uh, a few years after that, uh, that's when I I decided I I wanted to quit uh, milk, dairy, uh, eggs, meat altogether. I thought, Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna participate anymore in animal exploitation. So that was uh, when I was 22.
0: 22. And uh, what year was that?
1: That that was 1994. Wow. So uh, it it was a while ago. And uh, I must tell that I had a vegetarian phase after that because of lack of support. And uh, I said maybe my will wasn't strong enough at that time. And then uh, I I decided to uh, become vegan again and uh so it, it it was a bumpy ride
0: i mean who could blame you this was 1994 i guess most yeah, of the
1: it wasn't easy uh, i know people that are vegan since uh, the the 80s and they the the i don't know how they the they have done it but uh, they they're still vegan to get today and uh i don't think they they have been vegetarian for a long time
0: Yeah, I knew I I talked with someone who um, became vegan in the 1980s, but he explained to me that he had the the great luck of living uh, near uh, like a natural um, products uh, boutique and they had lots of things like tofu or um, milk made from plants and and stuff like that that you you wouldn't find uh, in any other place. So how was that decision, um, how the people around you, friends, family, reacted to your decision to just completely stop eating, uh, not even, you know, uh, dairy and eggs, completely?
1: Uh, they, they stopped inviting me to uh, barbecues and stuff oh, no. like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, and
1: uh, I I must say uh, I started losing interest in... in, in and then in, in, in inviting them as well you know cuz uh i was afraid that they they wouldn't like or uh, be interested in eating a vegan uh meal for uh, a gathering you know
0: that must have been tough you know when you talk about the lack of support i guess that's part of the problem and why uh you had that yeah
1: uh, i started uh, eating cheese again because my mom said hey uh, have some cheese now
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> just too tough too difficult
1: and uh, y- you know you you no nobody's like you and uh, stop stop being so finicky and uh, so uh, I, I i started and in... being vegetarian was a lot easier cuz you, you don't have to read All the ingredients. Okay, you avoid meat. That's easy. And then you can eat muffins with eggs in them or dairy and stuff like that. So uh, I I wouldn't mind checking that, uh, eating that for a while. And uh, then um, uh, I thought to myself, well, these animals, they end up being meat anyways. So that that that's how uh, uh, I started being vegan again
0: and when you think back about um, those years and look at now all the choices we have um, Mm -hmm. um, if you want to transition to a vegan diet uh, in the supermarket you have so many mock meat and so many delicious products that are vegan Um, are you like pleasantly surprised uh, did you think that this many products were going to pop up and no um,
1: no no i wasn't uh, i didn't think this this would happen uh, of course there were some mock meats and stuff like that back in the days there was uh eve and i think there was uh natura for the, the the soy milk and they're still there and uh maybe i'm surprised they're still there because there's so much competition now
0: yeah uh, this was my um my entry to to veganism you know saint on uh, this is like a, a very popular brand and yes this was my entry but now i just i don't I never purchase anything that comes from Centive there are so many better options so I understand mm-hmm. that uh that uh thought process um so um what do you say to um people who nowadays uh, become vegan but decide to abandon their uh, their diet or um come back to to eating meat um why do you think they they they, they have that hesitation or um, they, they go back on their commitment? Um, like we have that so much support and so many, like we have a big community now. So mm-hmm. why do you think um, people still abandon uh, the diet?
1: Oh, I don't know. I haven't met uh, lots of people that I've, I I I've met some some people that I've gone back to being vegetarian, because uh, it's easier when they travel. But I know that the when they're home they they're, they're uh, eating vegan, and when they go outside they're sort of flexible. But uh, I haven't heard about vegans going back to eating meat. That uh, I I haven't encountered so i don't know what i would say to them but maybe that uh i don't know Uh,
0: uh. well yeah i mean that's a question i i often have because i'm online i'm present you know virtually and there are so many videos of people uh talking about how they are ex-vegans now and how they they had to abandon that diet uh and they often quote you know health reasons but it's a bit doubtful, you know, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe they, they don't have access to, uh, uh, I would say compassionate, uh, physician, but, uh, so mm-hmm. somebody that, uh, elf professional that lets them cause, uh, I had, uh, a, uh, a medicine family, uh,
0: family doctor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she was okay with me being vegan. She just told me, well, wow. uh, at some point I, I had uh, anemia in B12. So I, I started taking B12 and now it's okay. I
0: I wonder if there are any initiatives out there targeting um, health professionals and talking with them about how uh, veganism is... Um, when it is well balanced and um, planned, is a healthy diet. Um, because I, I see a lot of nutritionists, you know, targeting um, the public, but I don't see many targeting, you know, healthcare professionals. So I wonder if that initiative exists out there.
1: Oh, there's um, there used to be something in Quebec called uh, the. What was it called? It, it, it was uh, health professionals for uh, plant-based diet or something like that. It was uh, It was in French, of course. Uh, the name was the uh, professionnel de la santé, l'association des professionnels professionnels de la santé pour une alimentation végétale
0: um the the association of healthcare professionals for a vegan diet yeah
1: yes and uh that existed that was launched a few years ago but uh, i don't know uh uh, how it ended and how it is today but uh, i know that that, that's a group of uh, professionals that existed and i hope it still exists They used to have a booth at the the vegan festival at some point.
0: Yeah, I will check. I'll check them out.
1: Yeah, it's it it was called APSAV. That that was the uh, acronym.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. And and so now you're vegan. um, um, If we go back in time, you're vegan. How did it? um, How did you make the transition from just being vegan in your everyday life to actually doing activism work?
1: Well, uh, I was feeling lonely and I wanted to uh, meet other uh, vegans. At the the time, I was vegetarian and I wanted to meet whatever, like vegans and vegetarians. Uh, I had been a vegan, so uh, I was more curious about the vegans. And um, so I started the the MVA and i started yeah, the the montreal vegetarian association because uh um i internet was uh, uh, was coming and I, I mean internet was there and um uh, there were websites uh, i think i thought uh, i found the website of the ivu the international vegetarian union and there were like vegetarian societies in lots of cities. And I thought, uh, well, would be nice if we'd had that in Montreal. And uh, that that's how I, I started uh, trying to get people together to uh, talk about veganism and and how to do it and how to and and to do social activities. And uh, um, so that that's how I uh, got the idea, because I, I saw that in other cities they were doing it. So I thought, well, nobody's doing it in Montreal, so I might as well trying uh, uh, and do it myself with some other fellow vegans.
0: That's amazing, and I always say to to people who feel lonely, go and volunteer for a good cause. Um, you will stop feeling lonely. You will meet other people and good people, and mm-hmm. you'll also feel good about yourself doing something that matters. So, yeah, I think uh, this was a a great instinct, and I did not realize that you were the one who founded uh, the Vegetarian Association of Montreal um yes so they're
1: not doing much today but uh i started it and that that led to the, the 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 foundation of the 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 vegan festival
0: well i'm impressed uh more so than the beginning of this podcast um yeah i mean i love uh the, their membership program uh it allows you to have uh discounts for uh, vegan and vegetarian uh, restaurants uh, across Montreal. So it's it's great. I, I love that about them. So um, let's go back to uh, the Vegan Festival of Montreal. When did you first have the idea and what made you think about uh, creating um, a vegan festival?
1: I had the idea because uh, I went to another festival in another city, which was Toronto. And uh, in Toronto, they, they, they have this, they, they have a veg fest and uh, they, they've had it for uh, a lot of years. And um, first uh, I had thought, oh, we're going to do a veg fest in Montreal. And then we, we had a, uh, I got people together and we all agreed that, well, veg fest is something, but a vegan festival would be better. So we, uh, we agreed that it, it would have the vegan label instead of uh, being general and bed and like uh, promoting the, 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 the vegan lifestyle by using the, the, the veg word. Nah, it, it, it works, but uh, we, we decided to uh, uh, go up a notch
0: yeah because it could mean you know vegetarian it could mean you know a festival about health but when you say that you're the vegan festival um you're targeting truly you know vegan people and vegan food and you're talking about uh the ethical treatment of animals and then that was when uh was it back in uh 2015 uh 12.
1: I, I visited Toronto uh, in the maybe it was 2006 or seven or in 2008 I I, I went up to uh, uh, Germany for the IVU Congress and uh, so I, I I've seen that that were the two festivals that I've seen and uh, I I know some people that I met went to some veg fests in uh, um, the state of New York or Vermont and stuff like that, maybe at Boston. And, and so I had help from people that had seen other festivals too.
0: Yeah, and so it took a lot of years before you you started the, the first, you know, concrete steps to, um, to establish uh, the, the vegan festival.
1: Yeah, eh, we we had to, to build a community, uh, I'd say. Uh, it's like a network of people that would like to work together for a, uh, a common uh, objective.
0: Nowadays, people, you know, I see a lot of people mostly in my generation, you know, doing uh, small efforts, for like a month or two, and then they get discouraged because it doesn't—it's um, not their efforts are not fruitful; they're not mm-hmm. making a difference. Um, but you're an example of truly perseverance. And what would you say to the people who feel discouraged about their activism efforts and who feel like it's not making a difference? Um, yeah, what would you say to to them?
1: Uh, well if they get tired do rest you know it's like uh i i do my uh some kind of activism doing the the festival so i do it but sometimes i i i have to stop and do something else so i would say uh Yes. If you want to quit, quit, but come back. It's like if you feel bad, maybe you should do something you enjoy for a few weeks and then come back and you don't have to do it like every day. Like I see the Anonymous for the Voiceless here in Montreal, they do it once a week. So, uh, their cube if, of truth, if, yeah. Yeah, if they would do it every day, uh, I'm pretty sure they would get tired. I mean, that uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think uh, to, to do uh, some, some sustainable activism or sustainable action in, in whatever area you, you're doing it. You, you you have to take some breaks and uh, i I say it's like uh it's like diving you yeah you, you have to come up and and breathe <laughs>
0: that's such a great analogy, and mm-hmm. that's such a great advice too um yeah, I think some people feel guilty about resting they're like, oh but uh, this is not what I should be doing
1: mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever felt that uh, guilt and do you have advice to to manage that?
1: Oh well that's a tough question because uh, guilt uh, um, uh, if you're not looking after yourself, And, you know, it can go up to being so discouraged. It can go to suicide, I guess. (laughs) If people feel so guilty and they're not making a difference and they they get so discouraged, you have to take care of yourself first. And just, just the vegan diet is something that's good for yourself and uh resting well, the The only uh sports i do is walking and taking long walks around montreal that that's what makes me like not disconnect but take time for myself
0: yeah i i wholeheartedly agree yeah take some time to Know, work out or do physical activities and um, think of or the... see
1: some friends e- even non vegans uh, uh, e- even if it kind of hurts when they, they they don't agree with you but you can see them without going to the restaurant with them e- you can go and see them and just talk and walk and, uh, and... Uh, have an enjoyable time not not only with vegans it, it, it's it's if you cut yourself from whole the 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 whole society it can get lonesome
0: well and like you said uh you're vegan so at least you're making an impact by just uh having chosen to to become vegan so you should feel good about that at least mm-hmm. that so yeah, it's a good point and most people are not even vegan. So you, you know, you're uh, someone doing something incredible and you're part of a minority. So, uh you should um genuinely feel good about this. Yes. So, okay, you're establishing a network of people uh for many years, then what was the next step?
1: Oh, getting the money. <laughs> 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 some so, some doctor gave money to the MVA, and that's how we uh, got a, the this little push to uh, do the, the the first festival. And can so I ask how much was that? Oh, it was it wasn't that much. It it was ten thousand dollars, and he, he lent he lent it to the 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 MVA. Huh. So we uh, we reimbursed them, and uh, that that's what helped us uh, do it.
0: And then you had to. So we
1: were we were very lucky because uh, if it wouldn't have been for this loan, I don't know when the 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 first uh, vegan festival would would have taken place
0: that's amazing and if if, in the unlikely chance that this doctor is listening to this podcast thank you so much for that thank you so much for your uh for lending that money um so then when was when did you realize that this project is going to uh get started is going to uh um to, to be um uh, concretized to be you know um to happen this is going to happen actually uh was it when you uh, rented the um uh, the venue was it uh when you first um had your first partner for your uh for for the festival um when was that moment
1: that was about in uh, 2013 about a, a year before the festival we we had this first meeting and we were like 20 25 uh vegans looking to make it happen and i thought okay we're a good team now i think it's gonna happen and uh i i uh, I think at this time, at this point, we didn't know about the, the $10,000. But still, we, we were uh, a- enthused and we were ready to uh, tackle the, the challenge.
0: And how did you feel? Did you feel excited, uh, fearful, um, all of the Mo- above?
1: Mostly excited. Uh, uh, I wasn't uh, apprehensive of it not being successful or uh, and even uh, after the first festival, we were greatly surprised. We, we thought we would have 500 visitors or something like that. And we had 5,000 the first year. So uh, we we got really excited and uh, and uh, the, the, the rest is kind of a history.
0: Wow. And um, then you had to uh, get together again to organize the second edition. Um, sometimes, you know, the first edition, uh, you have the excitement, you're enthusiastic, you you mm-hmm. start. But then how can you make sure that uh, the vegan festival comes back every year? Uh, how can you make sure that your initiative is not going to just, you know, it's going to end uh after just its first edition. Um did you think about that or did you um make do something about it?
1: Well recently the, the things that have been a little more difficult because the because of the pandemic uh we didn't see it coming and uh we thought oh well uh sky's the limit we're we're gonna do this forever but uh it's like last year, we we lost a little money. And uh, this year, we're don't know what's gonna happen. But uh, we're uh, searching hard for solutions. And uh, we're uh, digging deep in our minds to get the solutions.
0: Yeah, I guess it's all about um, creativity and making the most of what you have Um, so when I don't think I mentioned it but when is uh, the festival this year going to happen
1: oh it's going to be on September 30th and October 1st on Saturday and Sunday
0: and where
1: at the Palais des Congrès de Montréal
0: yeah and have you noticed throughout the years um, the impact of the festival um how did it maybe influence the vegan community um has it changed minds Uh, do you have stories of people saying you know i became interested um uh, by veganism from you know visiting your festival um so
1: yeah i have people that have uh, have told me that but uh not a lot surprisingly but uh i I know a few people that turned vegan because of the festival they 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 came to the festival they've seen some speech or talk or they uh they met with some uh activists and they they changed their mind about animals well, they were already curious if if they came to the festival but uh they they had a um a decline. Uh, how do you see the click in? Uh... Um,
0: I guess um, a key moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the some people live that at the festival. Yes, they do. And uh, that makes me happy.
0: Yeah, and I guess, you know, you haven't heard of a lot of people because not everyone is super vocal about it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that there are plenty of others who are convinced or something like that. And they just, they did not mention it.
1: Yeah, maybe. But uh, I, I've had a I i know a few people that were, were turned vegan by the festival and they 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 have, have told me personally that they 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 uh, they they changed their way of life because of the festival.
0: That's great. And what about uh, the vegan community itself? Um, have you received You know, do you know uh, stories of people meeting there, uh, creating friendships um, or uh, starting uh, something, you know, an initiative from just uh, visiting or networking uh, in the context of the festival?
1: Well, some of the nonprofits that are that come to the festival, I know they some have tried and failed and some have tried and now they try. It's like uh, anonymous for the Voiceless is a good example that came to the festival and I think they they were able to uh, recruit and convince a lot of people to get on the, the their, uh, their, their their way of uh doing activism and um, yeah the nonprofits uh, they they kind of Profit from uh, the, the the festival. They 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 attract people to their uh, like Refugeire also have a big community now. A few years ago, I think uh, the uh, the owner was not left to herself, but she 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 was struggling and she 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 needed help. And uh, I think her coming to the festival not only our festival. There was also a festival in Ottawa where she she is present but she she gets volunteers from uh the the being at the festival and showing what she's doing so uh, i think some little community communities grow because of yeah. it
0: and what about the the companies so not just the nonprofits but the companies mm-hmm. um I've discovered many new brands, so vegan startups at uh, the vegan festival, and I guess many of them think of the vegan festival as a way to launch their their brand and uh, yeah, p- of course, present what they're doing. In uh, yeah, so do you know any uh, successful business story um, of uh, startups uh, which launched uh, at the festival?
1: Well, uh, what I can think of. The the first I can think of is Gusta. I think they they were like a really small um, um, artisanal. What's the, the word for artisanal? Um, a, you
0: know, it's um, small
1: hand, artisan. Uh, yeah, company.
0: Uh, uh, you know, hand making. Uh, I guess on a smaller scale, they were, and I think they make monk meat. Is that it?
1: Yeah, they they make mock meat. They now make uh, some uh, cheeses. They make fake tuna. They make they they have a lot of products now, and they they're really successful. And they they invested a lot in in the festival, and I I think uh, the, that that it, it paid off.
0: Yes, I remember one edition. They had this big, you know, it wasn't a booth. It was like a almost a section of the convention where uh, they were present. And I don't know if, uh, you know, international listeners can get uh, Gusta products uh, from their supermarket, but they're very good. Um, um, I I love their uh, sausages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, do you get um, also, uh, you know, feedback from, um, because Part of the vegan festival is also speakers, so vegan personalities uh, um, who come give lectures or just uh, demonstrations. I know you uh, organize a lot of activities with uh, chef, um, uh, for instance, battles between vegan chefs, uh, which is uh, very entertaining. Um, so, how did that uh, come about? Um, and I think you also have um, an ambassador uh, every year. Uh, and this yes. year, it's uh, uh, Christian Ventura, who is a yes, vegan this chef. Year. Yeah, very mm-hmm. well known uh, in uh, Montreal. He founded, I think, uh, two restaurants, uh, Momo Sushi and uh, another one, uh, which I've for- Burger. Oh, yeah, burger, which... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I hate the name. I don't know why, but (laughs) yeah. uh, (laughs) Burger. So instead of the U, you have the V. Um, So how did the the idea, um, where did the the idea of inviting, you know, vegan personalities uh, come from? And um, is that, has that, you know, become um, throughout the years um, a bigger and bigger uh, part of uh, the festival's experience?
1: Well the this year Christian is doing a lecture and a demo. So he's doing a lot. Uh the, the other years we, we would have some chefs that would do demos or uh well we, we had Looney, we had uh Jean-Philippe, and we had uh, Marc-Olivier Brouillette. Marc-Olivier Brouillette only did a lecture, so the this year he's doing a lot and uh we we had the idea because it, it's it's more entertaining i think for the people that to have a spokesperson than to have the me <laughs> doing the, the 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 spokesperson part of the, the festival so uh some people are uh have ease with the public and they they, they 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 can communicate better than i can do that uh what veganism veganism is about and they they have stories to tell also they, they they have their own story and um i think to have someone new every year makes it more interesting than having always the same person doing the the, the spokesperson uh, uh, work.
0: And how uh, did you first convince them? Or was it like them who wanted to uh, come and give lectures and uh, participate? Or did you go and get them and convince Uh, them? We
1: went after them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we 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 go after them. Uh, the the first uh, spokesperson we had was Jean Philippe C. And uh he was really excited. So, uh I, we we didn't have to uh, twist his arm to convince him. You know, he he jumped right in and it uh, it was a lot of fun.
0: And he is a chef?
1: Yeah, he, he is a trained chef and uh he has a blog and uh, no not a blog but he has this facebook page and he, he's kind of a well he's funny he he he, he uh, um he pulls the the strings of humor with people so uh well he he does most of his communications in in french but uh we, we like him a lot because uh, he, he makes us laugh. Great. And he also uh, recently, he even uh, did some music where the music is humor and music at the same time. The music is good and the, the, the humor is funny. So uh, uh, he's not doing... He, he's not coming to the festival this year but uh, we we wish he, he will be a visitor at least
0: yeah th- there are so many ways to um um pass on the vegan message and mm-hmm. represent the vegan cause doesn't have to be all serious all you know talks about horrible things uh, although this is imp- it is important but it can be comical it can be you know true songs it can be can take many forms why not mm-hmm. so let's talk about uh this uh, current year uh, uh vegan festival that will happen end of uh september beginning of uh october um can you tell us can you give us some highlights of of this year's uh, uh festival
1: well my favorite is uh is going to be uh Sarah Heiligtag. She's uh, a philosopher, she's come she comes from Switzerland and she started this uh movement called called uh, transformation. It's a, it's a pun. But uh and uh she's really transforming farms from the uh, animal exploitation to a vegan operation uh, So they, they can change the the, the the animal exploitation to become a, a farm sanctuary or they can change pastures into uh, uh, um, places where they grow edible crops and stuff like that. So she she accompanies farmers that have a change of hearts and want to uh, do a, a vegan change in their uh, in their life and uh, mostly it's young farmers that inherit the farm from their parents and they they don't feel like doing it the way they they were doing it before so uh, she's gonna do a talk. I'm really uh, excited, excited about that and but she she'll do a talk from a distance. It's going to be she she's going to be in Europe and she she's going to be through video uh, at the festival. And there is also Anita Crank. You probably know her from the the animal save movement. Yes. And now she's going to do a talk about the plant-based treaty, which she has been able to. Uh, I think City of Los Angeles signed the treaty, so that's pretty big. So we, she, she's gonna talk about bringing the plant-based treaty to Quebec, and uh, we we already uh, tried to make the City of Montreal sign the treaty, but they're not ready yet but uh maybe if we insist well um, maybe they'll change their mind
0: i love her idea so much and um actually i worked on um, making montreal uh, a fair trade city so there's a certification fair trade certification for cities and I was on the committee uh, working on getting that certification for for the city of Montreal. And it reminds me of the plant-based treaty. And yeah, it's a lot of work um, talking with I guess. You know, politicians who are my favorite people in the world. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic now. But um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. And what about um, the 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 food what about uh the um uh vegan uh food brands that will be present this year any uh favorites of yours
1: um uh, i i there there will be the the usual uh that come every year there's a paradis vegetarian that come uh, they, they 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 they're always there since the beginning um, there's uh, another new brand that's called Whoop 4 that's going that, that's going to be uh, that's going to make waves this year. I think uh, they are doing um, fish imitation. So it's uh, I think that they have. I don't remember the, the the exact fish, but I remember the piranha. That's that's so funny. So uh, I don't think uh, anybody eats piranha but they, they, they they've come up with some recipes of fish uh probably uh, a season with uh algae so uh, uh, they, they they invested a lot this year they they, they want to uh, launch their product in a big way and I, I hope they they do it and uh, when when I was, an omnivore. Uh, I didn't like fish. So I'm not saying this, because uh, I I think I'm gonna like it. But uh, I I think people will like it. Yes.
0: I Yeah, I'm really excited about them and wanting to try their products. I haven't tried their products yet. um, Because yeah, I I used to love tuna. um, Mm -hmm. And also tapioca, I think. Um no, not tapioca. Um tilapia. Tilapia, exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I always mix up those those two words. Uh tilapia and, and tuna were some of my favorites, and of course salmon. Um but yeah, this was another lifetime. Um, um yeah, and paradis vegetarian I have to say, you know, uh it's the second time I'm talking about them in this podcast, but I absolutely uh love them. Um they're so great. They're a small family and they have this um mock meat um business um and they uh import um mock meat from Taiwan and it's just amazing. You know, the the taste of that mock meat is just so great. Uh anyone who's visiting Montreal should try their products. Mhm. And what about the non-profits that will be present this year? Um, and do you well, have? Do you have Anita any? Anita
1: Crank is bringing the plant-based treaty. They're gonna have a, a table. Um, there's a an organization that resembles uh, Anonymous for the Voices. It's called We the Free. Uh, they they're, they're, they're known. Kind to be a sort of a copycat of Anonymous for the Voice, this, but they, they, they'll be there. Anonymous for the Voice, this is going to be there. And uh, Montreal pick Save. And uh, we we had sanctuaries registering too. We we have a Sanctuary and de l'Estrie safe. And uh, Refuge RR is also coming back this year. So that that's the non-profits, in a few words.
0: And I think you're. Um, I I've noticed how you you're getting bigger and bigger with uh, the, the coming uh, with every edition. Um, how many people do you expect uh, to to welcome this year?
1: Uh, we don't know yet. We we hope to to get uh, five thousand. 'Cause last year it was our uh, our worst year. Uh we, we had three thousand visitors and in two thousand and eighteen we we had uh, uh eighteen thousand. So pandemic hit, hit hit us uh kinda hard and uh so we're hoping we to, to, to get up five thousand, but if we get three thousand, well, that's it. And uh, we we uh, we we have surprises for next year. We we're gonna change venue, and uh, we're gonna bring back the restaurants, and uh, it's gonna be much more exciting than uh Congrès
0: amazing and yeah it's the effect of the pandemic i think uh every you know um event business or cultural uh business anything that involves lots of people in one place uh has suffered uh from its Mm -hmm. uh, repercussions and i'm sure that we'll see people with masks uh this year at the vegan festival Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: so uh I know uh, because I, when I visited uh, your website uh, um, in preparation for this interview, I um, noticed how you have actually accommodations for uh, um, uh, international visitors. Um, you have a partnership with a hotel. Um, yes. It, I didn't know that people traveled to um, to to visit the the vegan festival of Montreal. Uh, but I'm not surprised um this is you know vegan tourism and it's becoming more and more a thing um so would you like to to talk about that a bit
1: well um uh we we, we have a map of uh we can see a map of uh, where the the uh, the tickets are sold every year with the the, uh, the ticket pro uh, uh, by, back end of the 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 site and uh we we know that we sold some some tickets in uh, british columbia california uh, lots of them in uh, ontario new brunswick Uh, i think we, we we've also been contacted about someone from alaska that wanted to come to the festival so uh people come from a long way to come to the festival and we we have this partnership with uh, hotel Montville. and the until september 11th you, you can get a 100 dollars rebate for each night you stay during the fe- the week of the festival but uh, only until september 11th after that it's 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 high season for the fall colors so it it's it's a good deal I think it's uh 249 plus uh, 32 for the uh or 33 for the vegan breakfast so it's 272 per night so um, yes you you can probably find cheaper but you'll be uh a lot further from the the festival and you'll have to take transit and uh, the hotel montville is 5 minutes away from the 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 palais des congrès so uh, and uh, i think the i think they offer a good uh, a good deal
0: yeah and i will leave a link to uh the website of the vegan festival where you can find all of those details and more um, mm-hmm. But I love that uh, veganism is impacting other markets and other businesses, uh, including hotels. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, they
1: approached us to 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 be the 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 official hotel for the the festival. There, there's also a hostel that approached us this year, but it, it was too late. So we, we we had already had signed the partnership with the uh, Hôtel Montville, but a hostel is something else you know it's it's uh it's it's sleeping in in a dorm and uh, it's not the same experience
0: and uh, yeah so i i love that because those are all signs of success and Mm -hmm. um i think it's it's truly amazing um so maybe um we can end the conversation on that um, did you have something more to say, something to add um after this conversation?
1: Uh, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, i I hope you make it to the festival. Um, like uh, Ryan said you, you can look at the website and see more details. The website is festival de Ve- festival vegan de montreal dot com. Uh, it's a dot com, but we're a non-profit, So it's it's at some point we decided to to be a dot com, but we we're really a nonprofit. And uh, if uh you're at the festival, you if you see me at the festival, you can say hi and say that you you've seen the the podcast and that uh, you you recognize me. Yeah. I'm approachable. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I'm, yeah, I mean, uh, be kind, but yeah, I, I'm going to also visit the, uh, the festival and uh, this will be an exciting year and I'm so happy that uh, this event exists. So uh, truly, thank you very much uh, for your You're work, welcome. for your uh, for creating that event and for being a guest on this podcast and taking the time to answer my questions. My pleasure. Thank you everyone for listening. Louis-Alexandre Gagnon is one of those vegan heroes who has given so much to the cause of animal rights. It was an honor to talk with him. As mentioned, I will be present at the Vegan Festival of Montreal. In fact, I'm planning on recording a special episode of my visit of the festival. I will be asking vegan entrepreneurs, vegan activists, vegan chefs, the same question. What is the most convincing argument for veganism? I wonder how people will answer. Don't miss out on that episode. Subscribe now and become a friend of this show. As always, let me know if you liked this conversation, leave me a good review or reach out to me on Instagram at veganreportpodcast. Thank you again for listening. Take care and see you next Tuesday for a new episode.